0: This is Monocle Undesign Extra. It's a short show to accompany our weekly programme where we discuss everything from architecture and craft to furniture and fashion. I'm Mailey Evans. An exhibition at the Danish Architecture Centre in Copenhagen is looking at alternatives to building with concrete. Changing Our Footprint has been created with one of the country's leading architecture studios, Henning Larsen. The practice has built the Copenhagen Opera House and the Harper Concert Hall in Reykjavik, among many other major projects around the world. The company have already built Volvo's new main showroom in Gothenburg out of timber and biomaterials, which opens this April. They also have a more attractive and sustainable solution to all of those hideous logistics centres which are blighting the countryside. To find out how straw and other biomatter are set to go from niche materials to large-scale building resources of the future, Monocle's Denmark correspondent Michael Booth met with Eva Rabenborg, a partner at Henning Larsen.
1: Am I the first person to make a, the three little pigs joke about building out of straw?
2: No, and I think you are definitely the first one to make a kind of a little scatter around.
1: We made a bit of a mess there with the straw.
2: I think what uh, what caught our curiosity around working with straw is is that it is a, a leftover material from the agricultural production. And we have a, I mean, a way too big agricultural production in, in Denmark. We started looking at how to how to work with the straw as a, you can say, a prefabricated element that you can easily and quickly set up and, and can be a, an alternative to, uh, to concrete. The little school extension that we've done in Feldballe we did was super innovative and working with this, this element that you see here in the exhibition, it was actually the main structure was done in one day.
1: Wow, how so, big is that school? I'd say it's
2: the extension is uh, three hundred uh, square meters, so it's not uh, massive, but but still, uh, you know, it took a couple of trucks and they delivered all, and it was uh, it was raised. What is really interesting about the straw is that it's it's incredibly good. It's actually eight times better than timber to store
1: uh, CO two. Obviously, the thing that springs to mind when you talk about building a house out of straw is not just the three little pigs, but you wonder why the wolf didn't, you know burn the house down rather than blow it down how are how is straw and all these other kind of biogenics how are they fire resistant
2: big part of working with new and biogenic materials is that we do a lot of fire testing it's it's like we we check in quite often uh, and do mock-ups I think you see one down there
1: oh yeah it's like a 10 a picture of a a 10 meter wall yeah. made out of straw yeah
2: and then you basically you Set put a fire it. on yeah. on the bottom and you see how quickly it spreads
1: and obviously it, it does burn but slowly right
2: yes exactly some of the tests we're doing at the moment where we are also looking at not only straw but other agricultural uh, products or byproducts hemp tomato leaves and and all sorts of things and and we test actually how uh, how quickly do they burn and they, they perform at the moment it looks like better than more conventional Minor components
1: Now you, your exhibition is already very very popular it's a little bit yeah. noisy let's see if we can find a quieter <laughs> spot yeah. to hear more about it Just as going up to our quiet place we, we've gone past an extraordinary circular wooden uh, framed building what is this?
2: This is uh, an exhibition uh, centre for Volvo this is Gothenburg and um, we, uh, we just uh, handed over the keys uh, last month So the whole structure here is timber, and uh, then it's actually a parking garage underneath that we then created this uh, mountain around.
1: But the Swedes, it seems to me, are way ahead on this, ahead of the Danes. Danes don't have a tradition of building with timber. They're they're brick people, right?
2: Yes, Danes are brick people.
1: But the Danes, I've often heard, they say, well, timber wouldn't work in our damp environment. Our climate isn't suited to it. Is that true?
2: Well I think at least that's what you need to, uh, to make your precautions around when you design in timber or in biogenic materials. But that's a part of the innovation that we are looking at at the moment. It's easy to say no straight up and say it won't work because we don't have a tradition for it. But then thinking about it again, we do have quite a long history of working with timber and if you look at old Copenhagen. There's a lot of combinations of timber of bricks of clay if it if it was only brick you can say that was the predominant but i think it's actually been a monoculture within concrete and there's a big lobby around the uh, manufacturing of, of concrete in denmark and i think that has really influenced everything you've seen built in the past i don't know 30 years or something in denmark
1: well let's go and talk about that because i understand uh, that's the basis of this yeah. exhibition right let's go upstairs and find yeah. a, get away from these lovely yeah. school children so we were talking about Denmark's love of concrete, and Henning Larson, the studio you work for, has been a bit guilty in that regard, hasn't it, in the past?
2: Well, we have, just as so many others, used concrete in our buildings, and I think that is what we are moving away from, to uh, not uh, erect concrete completely, because it is a really sensible material in many ways, but it's the extent of it, the mono, mono use, you can say, of, uh, of just one concrete uh, or one material, and that is what we are trying to, um, to show in the exhibition. It's a part of a, an evolution that needs to take place in the architectural business industry. And this is how we this is how we work. We are in an office of I think we are close to 65 years now. And you only turn turn old in this uh, field of business if you keep reinventing yourself and uh, in, in last year just we, we actually won an award for being among the most innovative companies uh, by fast company and it not makes just me... not
1: just architecture companies no, it's all, all companies yeah
2: and I, I think that really um, to me dates that we are on to something because it is it is really about saying how is it we not only reinvent ourselves but how it is we we, we keep challenging the status quo and for us, it is really working with research, with innovation. And you saw one of the projects with the straw being a small-scale small innovation project, but... But what this exhibition is also trying to talk about is how we scale it up, how we scale that knowledge up, so it doesn't stay, you can say, in that tiny scale, tiny house scale, uh, because that won't solve. It's not by garage by by garage that we are, you know, uh, solving the, the climate crisis uh, within our industry. It's it's by scaling up the solutions. So this is a logistics center think it's probably one of our largest and most ambitious projects uh, sustainability-wise uh, that we're working on at the moment.
1: These logistics centres, they're the blight of the world, aren't they? These gigantic, ugly warehouses that are the size of the Pentagon. This one looks like a very elegant airport almost, and it's made out of timber?
2: It's made out, the, the big terminal uh, is made out of timber. How big is it? It's a uh, 155,000 square meters.
1: Okay, so that's quite a it's, it's, step it's up. A,
2: it's, it, there's like, a, from one end to the other, there's a... I think close to a kilometer or something. It's 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 really uh, it's really large. It uh, it will go on on site uh, if not uh, by the end of this year, then early next. So it's, it's uh, near,
1: near Amsterdam.
2: It's situated in in Lellestad in uh, in in the Netherlands. And uh, I think what um, why we why we bring it into this exhibition is of course uh, one thing is it's a very large timber structure, but it's also using the the same, you can say, invention from the little school with the hay elements as a part of the facade, a non loaf bearing facade in in this very, very long, long facade. So you can say um, it's maybe on on the most extreme of talking about how we scale up our innovations. But I think it's a really, really strong example of uh, how we always build in scalability when we do our more pavilion size Um, small projects where we really try to learn about this new material one-to-one and and then we are able to to scale it up into into larger buildings but the whole point is that it's possible to do and it's because we can bring our client to see the school as well and see it working that they dare saying uh, maybe uh, this could be a solution for us as well.
1: And the exhibition Changing Our Footprint, it's actually been extended due to popular demand. It's uh, running until the 26th of May here at the Danish Architecture Centre in central Copenhagen. For Monocle in Copenhagen, my name is Michael Booth.
0: Thank you, Michael. And that is all for this week. If you're eager for more design stories, then listen to our main show, Monocle on Design. That is on Tuesdays at 8pm London time. Or if you do prefer print, then you can pick up a copy of Monocle magazine. You can find it on all good newsstands now. Today's episode was produced by me, Maylee Evans. Thank you for listening.